Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Marjorie. Hey, Natalie. What's going on? I am so excited because I absolutely love it when we get to have wine on ones. Clink. Ooh. They sound different like the less wine that is in them. Maybe we should drink them faster and see what happens when we get to the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Magically refill themselves. I love it. Nice. I'm fascinated by wine uh, paraphernalia. Can you see this? Mm. I like it a lot. And it's delicious, too. It's pretty good wine. I like it. I like my old Vine Zins. What are we talking about today? So, um... Uh, who 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 likes easy money? Well, I guess the nonprofit ninja is is okay with that. It's yeah, pro easy money, pro easy money. Yes, yeah. yes, that's good for the dojo. I I, I also appreciate the the easy money. Yes. Um. So what we've tried legally, to do, le- totally legal. Yeah. How to make sure it's legal and ethically, that legal, legit, all. The okay, just making stuff. sure before yeah. anybody turns us off and says we're going down crazy town road. Exactly. No. Yeah. We want legal, ethical. These are all legit things that you can do. Excellent. So, um, most people. Okay. So. People like that are in our age and probably people older than us. I, I've just only recently starting to hear this concept that like personally, you should have like seven forms of income coming in um, for when you retire. And I'm like, I Nonprofit don't. Nonprofit employees are in big trouble. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> we, I don't we're, literally can't. We're so them. excited when we get our first <laughs> source of income. So, so right now I've got I've got Social Security and my 401k. Got it. Going on um, for for my future. But but I was thinking about that and like you've kind of got the same thing in nonprofit. You know, we've, we've talked about the difference. We've talked about fundraising and development and, you know, all the different pillars of ways you can make money by going out and asking people for money time after time after time. But one of the best things I think you can do is set up some streams of fairly passive income for your organization. They're not going to make much. They're not going to be a huge dent in your budget. Maybe they will, but most of the time they're not. So passive, thought, passive forms of incomes. Yep, what, what, basically things what you, defines you passive. set it up and then you pretty much forget it. You might promote it every now and then. So let, like things like Amazon Smile. So is it like Amazon and it makes you happy? So you smile. It is. Because Amazon makes me, makes me happy. <laughs> Doesn't make my husband very happy when there's a package and he'll go, Jablonski's at it again. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you go to smile.amazon.org or .com, smile.amazon.com, you can make sure that I think it's a half a percent of your purchase goes back to a nonprofit that you like. So all of my dojo supplies. All your dojo supplies can go back to your organization or to my organization, um, should you so choose. Wow. It's really nice. So all your organization has to do is go onto Amazon, um, basically set fill out a form. Um, I think you have to send in your 501c3, basically prove that you're a nonprofit. I think they actually pull a lot of the information off of GuideStar, so it's a lot easier. Thank you, GuideStar. Yeah, I think you, GuideStar, are just making it easy. And I think originally a lot of organizations were automatically set up, so your organization might already be set up. So so know, if well, one of our audience listeners wanted mm-hmm. to see if their organization was already set up, how would they? do you know how they would find it? Yep. So if you go to – if you're on your own personal account, go to smile.amazon.org and There'll be a box somewhere that, you know, asks you where you want to give your money to. Maybe you've already set it and it'll say your donation is going to, you know, boxes of the Riverlands or whatever it is. The nonprofit ninja dojo. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not official, but I'm working on it. So the dojo is a nonprofit too. I'm trying there. Yes. It seems seems reasonable. It's something about the wine purchases that I'm making (laughs) for the dojo don't seem to fall in the legitimate category. Yeah, the IRS is scrutinizing that a little bit. I know. I know. So back to the legal part, right? (laughs) Yeah. 
So, so you'll, yeah, you'll have a box that says you can check and then you can check to see if your charity is already listed. And if not, you can go through the process. It's, it's a pretty quick process. To you know, I bet it's check. fascinating too, because there's such turnover in every organization in the world, but nonprofits in particular, mm -hmm. there might be a good chance that your predecessor signed you up and you didn't even know it. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance of that. I mean, how, I wonder how many passwords and websites are out there that we don't even know about. Oh, let's just ponder for a minute. Oh, oh. it makes me nervous. Yes. I'm going to need to drink more wine <laughs> on that. But so uh, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little mystified by some mm -hmm. of this because I, I can see like, it's great. So mm -hmm. I'm an Amazon holic. I admit it. Mm -hmm. I go to my own self-help classes, right? Mm -hmm. That being said, how much could that really raise you? And how, how often, I mean, how much work are you putting into it? And how often do you have to promote it? Like, is it really worth your time? So we send out a reminder, maybe once a month on our Facebook reminder board every now well, and then. Well, that's nice. So you throw it on your social media yep. calendar. Okay. On Amazon Prime Day was back in, in July, right before that, we kind of pumped it up and right. Oh, people, that's like, a good if, idea. If you're going to be doing some heavy shopping right before I Christmas. I may or may not have done some damage on those yeah. days. Yeah. So, I mean, but you know, things were cheap that day. You had to go buy some things. I, I, you, what, can my husband hear you say that? Could you repeat that? It was... You have to buy things when they're cheap. My, my program director bought a tractor one day on, uh, or a, a lawnmower, a uh, giant lawnmower. See, it could be so much worse. I've, so I've, yeah. I've, making sure my husband listens to yes, this episode. Yes, definitely listen to this one. It's okay to buy things when part of the money's going to charity, right? Yay! So what <laughs> so, other like passive type things? I'm more of an mm -hmm. aggressive kind of gal if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Well, I think you should I think you have to be when you're a yeah. ninja. You've got to have some of, you've got to have that aggressive. Right. You've got to have that going. So there's some passive yeah. routes. So yeah, there's some passive routes. Heck, even if you set up your charity, if you if you make your organization's charity, so because you're probably buying some of your office supplies on Amazon. Sure. Um, so if you make that, if you make your organization, your organization, you're getting a portion back. You're getting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's easy. Um, you set it up. Your all your staff does it. It's no big deal. You know, uh, Michelle Eschwine from iHeartRadio, she mm -hmm. has something it's called uh, Shop from the Heart. Mm hmm. I believe it's a similar concept. We are signed. Yeah. We have, we just submitted our application to that. Exactly. So things like that where you've got you're getting people are shopping anyways, especially I love it when it's pe things that people are already doing. So. Schnooks, uh, one of the local grocery store here, has a uh, partnership with eScripts, which I think is a national company, that you have this little card. And if your nonprofit signed up with them, they swipe it when you make your purchase, portion goes back to the nonprofit. Um, you can set up to get money uh, off of Facebook. So you sign up with Facebook as your organization and your your donors. And actually now Facebook is really pushing it. Like anytime I put anything that looks like a charitable post, Facebook's like, do you want to put a donation button on that? And I'm like... Not really, because I don't really want to promote this for money right now. Right. But I've noticed two of my board members have already said, yeah, I want to put a donation. I got a check for $113 the other day. I don't, I don't even, I don't know how it happened. Well, the tractor. Yeah, the tractor. Probably the tractor. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's a great point. I know someone else was talking about other things, other shopping venues and ways to get your audience where they're at. And mm -hmm. if you're already meeting them, it's something they already have to do. It kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of the of the, the dine for dollars concept. Exactly. They're already going to eat out. Might as well have them eat out for a cause. Exactly. If they're already shopping online, visiting online, tweeting mm -hmm. online, whatever it might be, why not catch your donors where yep. they're at? Why not? And I mean, if the company is going to be giving it away, you may as well take it. So now are you able to capture information on the back end as to who these people are? Um, I don't think you can from Amazon, but on Facebook, you can, you find out who who's giving. Now, here's the big thing. I learned this the hard way. Okay. You have we to are be, all going to learn from you. Have to be signed up with Facebook to find out who actually gave you this money because if 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 you're not signed up um in Facebook as a nonprofit that can accept donations through Facebook and you kind of got to dig into Facebook to figure out how to do that. Um maybe maybe we'll put some some directions and screenshots in this in the show notes. 
Um, or find an expert and have them on a future show. Yeah, maybe do that because it took me, it took me a little while to find all of this stuff. So, um, and it's already escaped my brain because it's done. Um, but if you're not, then basically Facebook takes your donations. They send them to network for good and then network for good finds you and sends you the money. But by that point, it seems to me that the, the donors have been erased at some point in the money. So right. I don't know who to thank for those gifts, which stinks. Yeah. Um, cause it's a couple of sending out gifts. a social media. Thanks for the anonymous $117 mm-hmm. doesn't seem as heartfelt. No. From a so, stewardship lens. Yeah. And the other thing is, is the more hands it goes through, the more percentage of overhead money gets taken out. Very good point. And so the, the check is a little bit less. Especially so. if you're a local organization and one of the things that you pride yourself on with the mm-hmm. relationship with your donors is your, your money stays here. It doesn't mm-hmm. go to another out of state area. It all stays here locally, is used exactly. locally. The more you can capture, mm-hmm. the better. Now here's the one that I like the best. And I think you're going to like this one. I'm ready. Okay. Reoccurring donors. Donors that say, Natalie, I'm going to give your organization $10 every month until I say stop. I like those people a lot. So we, we want to we want to cultivate those people. I, I figured it out the other day. I'm getting $600 a month from people that say, I'm going to give you guys $5, 10 $20 a month until we say stop, which is fantastic. I mean, yeah. we've built those relationships. Those are all relationships. Um, it's really, and I think the hardest thing with those donors, it's very easy to say, that, to to really set them and forget them. Don't forget those people. because. No. They are giving you some some major boost over time. What are some so. stewardship tips on that? Do you send a letter after every monthly gift, or I do, do not. you send one big at the very beginning commitment once mm-hmm. a year? So I send them I send them a big one at the end of the, the calendar year, so that they've got their tax letter that it's got a list of each gift and the date and what it was for. Because right. a couple of these donors for me also do our do our fundraisers. They give on you know, Giving Tuesday. You know they do all those other things too. Mm-hmm. They're really good donors. We love those mm-hmm. people. Um, so we Thank send them you. that one so that they can go here, accountant. Here it is. I have one piece of paper for you, and the accountant loves you, and they love you because you took less time. Right. So, but you know it is. It's really important to make sure you're calling those folks every now and then, just checking in. Um, of course, they're getting the newsletters, the paper, and the email ones. Right. Um, inviting them to behind the scenes tours. You know, just doing kind of the normal solicit, normal kind of cultivation things that you would typically do with any donor that's giving at that level annually. So that's a good idea because I think often what we do in development is when we start to grab, grab, grab our lists and we mm-hmm. start saying, who do we want to invite to this or who do we want to have that special privilege of the behind the scenes or lunch with the mm-hmm. CEO or whatever that might be. Uh, you can have lunch with me, by the way, anytime. Me too. Uh, I love lunch. <laughs> especially if you're buying, uh, call me. <laughs> and if there's wine. Ooh. Not at lunch, though. Not at lunch. We're good. Unless it's a Saturday. <laughs> uh, and it's after like 10 a.m. Uh, <laughs> I do have standards. <laughs> but what, what you want to make sure that you're doing also is sometimes we gather those lists based mm-hmm. on one-time gift amounts. Yes. So anyone who's given, for example, $100 or more mm-hmm. as a one-time gift. Mm-hmm. What we need to remember is those people who are giving $10 a month equate to $120. $120. So you might want to run that report two different ways, mm-hmm. looking at a cumulative over one year and also looking at one-time donors. And not saying you have to invite both, but to have that knowledge to cross-reference because mm-hmm. you're going to know these people. You're going to be able to investigate and see how that is. We get to a rut, I think, of making cues, establishing cues, running those cues, mm-hmm. and then throwing it into a report and saying, here's your donors that give $100 or more every year. Mm-hmm. And these people are not on there. We're, we're, and that's ex- not good. Exactly. So we actually have them all marked in our database as recurring donors. So we can actually pull a recurring donor list of, okay, these are all the people that are doing it. And Excellent. Treat Brilliant. Them well. So those are my tips to, to just kind of get that 
continuous money that you don't really have to work that hard on. Do you know what I love about this is this is something that our audience members who serve on boards Mm -hmm. who are saying, I'd like to do more. I want to support more. Mm -hmm. These are things that you can do for your nonprofits to investigate, learn more about it, and then Mm -hmm. coordinate with them to see, are they set up? If not, what is it going to take? Mm -hmm. Talk to your executive director or your director of development. See if it's something they'd like to pursue. And maybe it's one of those things they'd like to do, but they're so busy on relationship, aggressive, if you will, Mm -hmm. development that they haven't got to the more passive pieces, they might appreciate someone being able to step up to the plate and put some of that together for them. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, there are forums and they take time and they get put into our, you know, on our list of things to do. And I think it took me six months to deal with Amazon Smile. But I'm glad we did because we get a couple hundred dollars every now and then, which And, and that makes nice. you smile. Yes, it does. It makes <laughs> me smile a lot. I'm like, yes, money. So go out there, get that money. That's right. And thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.